Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. I have a friend from my youth in North Philadelphia who is a successful hip-hop dancer, choreographer, and teacher. Rennie Harris and I don't see each other frequently, maybe once every decade. When we do, before we fully greet each other, we give each other what I now call the look. Here's the look. An old friend recognizes you and suddenly stops mid-stride, leans back, then cuts their face into an expressive grimace. Everything is inside that grimace. Their eyes squint and lips press together. It looks like they are in pain or that they smell something awful, but actually it's a bluesy expression of fascination, one of disbelief, joy, and affection. They might even be studying you. The look then continues with a quick beseeching glance left and right, as if they are searching for someone else to take stock of the moment. Then they return their gaze back to you. The look is topped off with a hearty greeting of daps and hugs. My friend Rennie and I grew up facing serious challenges in our neighborhood, mainly drugs and its resultant violence, which damaged the people we loved and took the lives of others. We look on each other as survivors, which sweetens our reunions. We reconnected most recently after his dance company performed in the fall at a contemporary art center here in Nashville, I know what it took for him to come into his own, not only as an artist, but what it took for him to secure his spirit through his art, particularly against all that could dehumanize and diminish his existence. That's the nature of our longest friendships. Friends bear witness to our wounds and scars. They know we toughed it out against our own unique battles. The pure miracle of our existence is a testament to our resilience. It's also the outcome of the love and support we've received, which sometimes our persistence hides. As pandemic restrictions and fears eased, I saw many reunions take place where family members and friends doled out the look. Joyous expressions that said, I'm happy you've endured. The looks became soft and caring. The brief moments of speechlessness and awe were poignant and moving. Today's poem states a truth about turbulent times. After the sadness, fear, and uncertainty, a group of us will inevitably feel that distinct feeling 
of having surmounted some great hardship, a suffering that makes life precious and our friends treasured. And may I suggest that to follow this episode, you might cue up Survivor by Destiny's Child. La Peste by Marilyn Nelson In the era of reigning boys, a steady downpour all shapes and sizes of Africans, Asians. In the era of suicidal pleasure, of shooting up oblivion. In the era of hand-wringing research, of children Xing out father, mother, older sister, neighbor, teacher, friend. In this era, they will say the worst epidemic by far was the gallop of evil that overtook our kind like the virus from hell. Its dragon breath passed from heart to heart, engulfing whole continents with superiority unwise knowledge, and despair. It walked roughshod. It left a black swath. But here we are, they will say, shaking their heads with humble awe as others did after the Black Death, after the Holocaust. Survivors. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. And find us on Instagram and Twitter at Slowdown Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine... I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.